Hello, my dear friends, Mike Shreve here, founder and head troublemaker of the No Pants Project. You're listening to episode 40 of the No Pants Show. We're going to be talking about the three questions that will double your business if you can answer them honestly, if you answer them frequently, as often as possible, and then if you do something about the answers that you come up with. If you're looking for a rapid growth strategy, answering these questions and allowing these questions to shape your business and to shape your philosophy, these are the tools that will get you to whatever income goal it is that you're looking for. Now, the thing about this is, while these are amazingly positive tools, ignoring them will have not net neutral effects, but net negative effects, which is to say, if answering these questions and thinking about them on a regular basis gives you the tools for exponential growth, not answering, not thinking about, and ignoring these questions will give you the, it's like greasing the chute Uh, for your downward spiral and fall and eventual collapse of whatever business it is that you're running. And I can tell you that from personal experience. Anytime that I have lost sight of these three core questions, I have experienced a, not a linear decline, but it's like taking a step off of a cliff. Uh, And I would even go so far as to say, If I take more than a week or two off of answering these questions, then what ends up occurring is rapid collapse of what I've worked so hard to build. So again, these are constructive tools, but now that I'm telling you these questions, It's not just, oh boy, here's Mike, another thing to add to my plate of things to do to be a successful business person. What I'm trying to impart to you today is that if you can make these a habit, your business will always grow. If your business isn't growing right now, or if it's not getting off to a good start, or if you're kind of in that very precarious and not quite settled, not quite solid foundation, then likely it's probably because you're missing answering one or more of these three questions. And you should very seriously begin to ask these questions of yourself so that you can get back into growth mode. Now, growth mode, let me just, I feel like I need to address this. Growth mode doesn't mean more hours worked every day. Growth mode could mean better clients, could mean better fees, could mean just a less chaotic mental environment. Uh, Because what you'll find is that what these questions do is they force simplicity. Now, I think it's been a while since I've really harped on simplicity in the things that I'm creating uh, for content and and to share with you guys. 
But it's really important to remember that simplicity isn't about like, what's the laziest I can be, right? Some people will wrap it up in that kind of copy to sell it to you of like, look how lazy I am. But really what simplicity is about is understanding the rules of the game, the game of business, which sounds cheesy, but there are rules and and the rules are very simple. You need an audience, you need an offer, and you need a mechanism to take that offer and, and, and sell it to your audience. And when you understand the basics of what makes a business run, that that audience needs to know, like, and trust you before they'll buy your offer and et cetera, et cetera, geometric scaling and all these different things that all the different people talk about all the time. If you can drill all that down to just some core fundamentals, you remove a lot of the stress that can happen in a business. You can be more deliberate rather than being reactionary. And when you have a deliberate business, it grows. When you have a reactionary business, you're basically just softening the fall. So let's get to the questions. They're very, very simple. We'll talk a little bit about them. Question number one is a question you should ask yourself every single day. How many offers did I make today? How many offers did I make today? Now, what does that mean? (laughs) So it's a simple question, but it has a huge uh, ability. It has the huge, it opens a very big door. Let me put it that way. Of things to think about and consider. So when asking yourself, how many offers did I make today, there's a couple of ways to think about it. One is, how many times did you tell someone, so volume, meaning how many times did you tell someone that you have something for sale? How many times did you tell any given people that you have something for sale? Did you tell that once to a bunch of people? Did you have five sales calls today? Did you send out one email to 10,000 people with an offer in it? How many offers did you make today? If I have an email list of 25,000 people and I send out one email and that email has an offer... That offer might be, come watch this video, or come do this thing, or come do that thing. Whatever it might be, come have a call with me, come buy this, whatever. Then I've made 25,000 offers today. My income is directly connected to the number of offers I make every day. If I make zero offers, my income is zero. If I make only a few offers sporadically every once in a while, my income is very few sporadically every once in a while. If I make a lot of offers all the time, my income is 
a lot of income all the time. So the first question is, how many times am I making an offer? Now, it doesn't have to be aggressive, right? I'm not saying go out there and like pound people's brains in and and be hypey and be salesy. At the end of this podcast episode, like I do every single podcast episode, I make an offer. Now, what's cool about the podcast is that, so for example, uh, the two episodes ago, the could versus should, We've had over 700 people download that, listen to it, enjoy it across various podcasts, whatever's, uh, whatever. And it is continuously being listened to every single day as new people discover it, as people re-listen to it. And there's an offer in that podcast episode. So on the one hand, when we ask ourselves, how many offers did I make today? Essentially what we're asking is, through manual exertion, through writing an email, through sending cold emails, through speaking in front of a group of people, through having a one-on-one phone call, how many offers did I make today? That's one way to measure it. We're also talking about, though, how many assets have I created that will increase my daily offer frequency And basically, generate offers for me while I'm sleeping. So let's think this through for a second. This is the 40th episode of the podcast. We average at the moment about 300 listens per podcast episode. The podcast is only like, I think maybe a month or two old. Maybe two or three months old, actually, because I took a big break there. And that number will continue to grow because more and more people will find it and more and more people will will listen to the backlist and et cetera. Every single episode that I have has a offer. If I have a blog, which we do have a blog, and there are offers in the blog, that's an asset that 24-7 is being seen by people And people are able to see offers. Hey, come watch this video. Hey, download this thing. Hey, buy this $7 thing. Hey, call us for this service. Additionally, if I build a Facebook ad and I run that Facebook ad every single day, doesn't need a ton of money, just a couple dollars a day, 20, 30, $100, whatever you can afford. every day that is an asset that is getting in front of people without my need for manual effort and it is making offers so the there's the manual offers that you create how many you know did i send an email today with my offer to my email list did i have a sales call and did i tell them I want to to speak with them? Did I, how many cold emails did I send today? How many cold LinkedIn messages did I send today? So there's the manual side. Then there's the asset creation. How many of those did I make today? And, and, or, so how many did I make? And then just being interested in measuring, gosh, how many people listen to a podcast of mine 
today. Well, that means that many people who listened to a podcast episode of mine today heard an offer. So that's how many offers I made. Same with Facebook ads, same with blogs. But then there's a third component of offers, which is how many offers, how many things do I have for sale for someone to buy from me? If I only have one thing for sale, again, it goes to the idea of frequency being directly related to income. If I have a few offers, I have a few income. If I have many offers, I have many income. So this is why in, for example, the No Pants Project core coaching program, we talk about creating service ladders, which have multiple entry point offers, which we call appetizers. There's uh, main courses, which is sort of your mid tier. And then we have high ticket desserts and things like that. It's not because I'm just saying go out there and make a bunch of stuff and be crazy. It's because we're trying to increase the frequency of offers because that is the fastest way to increasing income. So there's three things when you're asking yourself this question, how many offers did I make today that you can interchange with each other? And as long as every single day you're trying to increase the frequency of the offers you make, you're totally fine. So it could be today I sent an email to my email list of 25,000 people. Fantastic. That's awesome. Maybe you don't have time to send an email. That's okay. This past week, I didn't have time to send any emails. Instead, what I was doing is I was focusing on creating assets that would distribute offers without any manual input from me. So that was podcasts and blogs and all sorts of different things that I've been working on for the past week. In my book, it's okay to interchange those two if you have a set block time for offer stuff. So let's say that you set aside an hour every single day. And what you do in that every single day is your whole goal for that one hour is to increase the volume of offers. Another thing that I've been doing this past week is I've been working on an offer. So something else to sell. So again, it falls under the umbrella of how many offers did I make today? And it's a good check-in because it's the thing you should be working on every single day. If you aren't spending some time right now either manually making offers, creating assets that make offers for you, or literally creating new offers that's probably why your business isn't growing. The more of offer stuff you do, so when you can confidently, you know, answer this question and say, okay, how many offers did I make today? And you can start to answer in the tens and twenties and thirties and forties and fifties and hundreds of thousands. 
because maybe you have a 50,000 person email list and you've got a podcast that 100,000 people listen to and you've got da 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 and you've got all these things. That's the secret. You wonder how do these people who only have 24 hours a day make millions and millions and millions of dollars? Like for example, Brendan Burchard, one of my mentors, somebody I've been able to work with before, he does more than $20 million a year and he doesn't have a huge team. Like for many, many years, he did everything, including like building in Kajabi and all that kind of stuff. And and for a long time, I was like, how is he able to like, he flies around on a private jet. He owns two homes in Portland. Like he, you know, now he has a home in, uh, uh, I can't even remember where it is. Puerto Rico, I think is where he moved to. It wasn't Florida. I don't think Puerto Rico. I think he went there. You know, he does all these things. He has tons and tons and tons of money. I was like, how is he able to do this as basically a one man band? You know, he's got his videographers and he's got designers and things, but it comes to marketing and offers, he's doing it all himself. And I realized it's because he focused on increasing frequency of offers. He has a huge email list. So he, he does, he puts in the same amount of work. He sends one email to a big email list and because it's bigger, because there's a higher volume of people who are seeing the offer, he makes significantly more than somebody with a much smaller email list, even though the effort and excellence and product quality and marketing, all of that could be the same, but the net income results will be very different. So focusing your efforts on assets that will allow you to put offers in front of people automatically, that would include building an email list, manual efforts, having sales calls, sending your emails, cold emails, direct outreach, or sending emails to your list, and or plus whatever, creating new things for sale will will more than double your business more than double your business. Ask that of yourself every day. Check in, see where you're at. If you're missing days in a row, just know that your business is not growing. It's impossible to grow without offers and making as many of them as possible. And again, you don't have to be skeezy about it. You don't have to be gross. I make offers in every single one of my podcast episodes. I don't think it's aggressive or, you know, I don't think people are too bothered by it. Frankly, we get a lot of leads from it. And they're some of our best leads, to be honest. But listen to how I make an offer at the end of this podcast, just to give you an idea. Okay. All right. Second question that you ask yourself is what value did I bring to what I call all people? So this podcast, and this is the question I ask myself every single day, what value did I bring to all people today? Now, what I mean by all people is I I just don't qualify who's going to listen to this podcast, okay? Now, here's what I mean. There's a lot of people who say, treat your prospects one way and treat your customers another. I personally don't do that. Meaning, and I don't do it in my freelancing business. I don't do it in the no pants business. I don't do it in any of my business. This podcast, yes, the purpose of this podcast is to get people who haven't bought something from me or maybe haven't bought my best stuff 
to buy my best stuff. That's what I want from this podcast. However, this podcast is not created just for those people. My daily email, when I send my daily email out to my lists, yes, the purpose of it is to sell stuff. But it's not just for people who haven't bought stuff from me yet. This podcast, its purpose is for people, whether they are my customers, my clients, or potential customers and clients, serves one purpose and one purpose only. And that is to get human beings to know, like, and trust me. So, When I'm asking the question, what value did I bring to all people today? Essentially, what I'm doing is asking myself, what have I done to help someone in such a way that they would move forward on the trust spectrum? Period. That's it. I don't care if they buy. I just want them to trust me more so that I can give them some more stuff and they'll trust me some more and I can give them some more stuff and they'll trust me some more and eventually maybe they'll buy. But this isn't just for people who haven't purchased from me because my customers, the people who are in my business, my clients, I want them to get value from this as well. That's why a lot of people in some, in, inside some of our programs are like, oh my gosh, this program plus the podcast is incredible. It is in and of itself a channel for adding value, and we'll talk about what that means here in a second, which even the people who have purchased from me are increasing in their trust of me as a person. Now, why is that important? <laughs> Because if you really want to continue to double your business and double your business and double your business, you need the people who have bought something from you to buy something else from you. If your whole business strategy is let me just get a bazillion customers or a bazillion clients, that's the hardest way to grow a business. We'll do another podcast episode, uh, maybe some other time about the three fastest ways to uh, grow profits and revenues. Um, out, that's sort of more tactical than these questions. But just know if your strategy is pump as many clients or pump as many customers as possible into my business, that's about as hard as, as that, that, that is as hard a way to grow your business as possible. It's much easier to get people to buy from you and then to get them to buy more stuff from you and more stuff and more stuff. Stuff that just continually helps them over and over and over and over again. So when I sit down and I'm thinking to myself, okay, how many offers did I make today? All right, think that through. Okay, did I do my email? Did I do this? Did I do that? Have I put this in front of people? Have I put that in front of people? Then the second question is, what value have I brought to all people today? What did I do today? Today I'm recording a podcast. Maybe tomorrow I put together a PDF. Maybe the next day I whatever do another podcast episode, maybe I send a daily email, maybe whatever it is, I'm looking for how can I show up in somebody's life today and help them in some way. Now, in my opinion, value is 
nine times out of ten solving someone's problem. Human beings are self-interested. It doesn't mean selfish. It's just that we preserve ourself and self with a capital S as much as lowercase s. So we preserve our mental and emotional states. We preserve our physical safety. We preserve there's a lot of things we, we preserve as human beings. And the fastest path to that state of mind and affecting that state of mind in a positive way in which they will trust you is to help them to continue in that self-interested way. Now, again, I'm not saying that you continue to help them to be selfish, but if they're trying to, let's say, they want to learn how to grow an apple and they are motivated by learning how to grow an apple, you teaching them how to kick a soccer ball might benefit them kind of, you, you know, being awesome and having cool, you know, your hair is dyed a certain way and you've got really good branding, that's cool. But for them to trust you, what they're trying to trust you about is can you help them? So like my mentor says, if you want people to believe that you can help them, help them. So again, the question I ask myself every day, how many offers have I made today? And what have I done specifically today to add value to all people so that I can increase trust? In other words, whose problems have I solved today? Now, it's better, obviously, to solve problems at a mass scale, meaning I create this podcast episode, I send it to you, maybe you're on iTunes, maybe you're on Spotify, maybe you're on Anchor. You get a little subscription notification. You listen to this. You enjoy it and, and you know, you move on with your life or you buy something from us or whatever the next step for you is. I send it to my email list. Many, many thousands of people watch, listen, interact, etc. Right. That's the best way. That's the that's the optimal way it is. The, the, the door is swinging the widest on very small hinges. It's, you know, it's leverage, right? But it's not the only way to add value or solve problems. For example, Monday is when I have all my coaching calls. So I had a bunch of coaching calls yesterday where I just solve people's problems. Some of that is going to turn into content for the podcast, right? So I've done some one-on-one problem solving. That's what I check off for the day. And then I move on and et cetera, et cetera. Additionally, I've answered some questions of for clients yesterday or, or sorry, prospective clients yesterday that may or may not buy from me, but I just wanted to add value to them. What happens is a lot of people who are first starting out in freelancing What they'll do is they'll make offers, they'll make offers, they'll make offers, but then they're so transactional. They will only add value if they get paid, which I feel I'll be, I'll admit and and, and probably say that I might be partially responsible for some people who have followed me for some time, believing that that's what I teach because I'm always like boundaries Make sure you get paid what you're worth, etc., etc. What I think I could do a better job of teaching is 
that somebody has to trust you first before that that will ever happen. And that transactional relationships are not, in 2019 at least, relationships that people want to be in anymore. So it's okay to give before you get. Just make sure that what you're getting is something worth getting. Like, I love you guys. Like, let me just be totally clear and transparent. I love everybody in the No Pants Project, except for those shenanigansers. You all know who you are. (laughs) Uh, People who cause drama behind the scenes. Um, I love everybody. I love people who are interacting with our brand. I love people who are inspired by what we do. I love people who take this podcast and turn it into something. I love all you guys. But let me be clear. I'd rather be spending this time with my son. I'd rather be watching what we do in the shadows, which is a hilarious show, by the way. Oh my gosh, I love it. I don't know why I'm, it shows how immature I am, I guess, but (laughs) I love that show, right? So I'm doing this for a very specific business reason. So for those of you who have followed me and are, you know, boundaries and I'm only going to, you know, I need to get paid. It's okay to serve first. For those of you who follow my my phone script, you'll know that I encourage serving first, just listening to people, um, prescribing instead of selling, that whole thing, for those of you who are familiar with that script. But just be clear, the boundary that you should set on this activity of giving should be to make sure that it has clear business goals attached And that you look at it in the frame of one of these three questions, right? Meaning these three questions you're asking for your business. The seven questions that we asked yesterday was for your life. The three questions we're asking now is for your business. You are not your business. Your business is an independent entity. It just happens to be the way that you make money. It doesn't define you. It's not who you are. You are a human being, not a business. So the questions we're asking now are all business related. So if you can give and you can add value to people, you can solve their problems in advance. You can show people that you can help them by helping them. Then it's in your, I mean, it's in your favor to do so as long as it's framed under this sort of business banner. Okay, so I wanted to make sure that we were clear on what may be what may sound like contradictory evidence or contradictory instructions, sorry, uh, they are they are very tied together uh, as long as you are doing it purposefully. I'm making this podcast episode on purpose. It has a very purposeful use. It will, without a doubt, generate us leads for our programs, for our sales uh, team, for et cetera and et cetera. Okay, so that's why I'm doing it. All right, so that's the second question. What value did I bring today to all people? Don't disqualify it. I'm just going to put the value out there. Whoever consumes it, consumes it. Number three, what did I do today to get my people results? Now, this is where this is where the boundary lines start to get drawn. So yes, 
I make a podcast. I do a daily email. We're going to restart the No Pants Show uh, video show here in a second. I'm going to be hiring some people to start going out and getting interviews. We're going to put it up on YouTube. We're going to make all this great content. We got the blog, etc. Et we have all these really cool things going on. But there is a big difference in my mind. And I don't mean this to be offensive to anybody. But there's a big difference in my mind between the people who have paid me money and the people who have not. I'm not saying there's a difference in quality of human being. There's just a difference in my moral and ethical obligations to people who have paid me money versus people who have not. If somebody has paid me money and they are upset, I should correct that. I have a moral and ethical obligation to correct that. If somebody has not paid me money and is just out there on the interwebs flailing about and being upset that how dare I build a business like this or whatever, and they're doing whatever they have to do to get, you know, make themselves feel better. I have no moral or ethical obligation to deal with that at all. Okay. That's, you know, freedom of speech. Go do what you got to do, right? (laughs) You do your thing. But when it comes to customers, what I call my people. So people use names like customers and clients and team members and et cetera, et cetera. The way I look at it, uh, this is part of my uh, very blue collar old school upbringing is that they're just my people. These are my family. These are the people I'm in charge of taking care of. So when I look at my clients in my freelancing business, I do treat them differently in terms of what my focus is for them. I am oftentimes contractually, like forget about morally and ethically, contractually obligated to getting them a result. Now, the thing that a lot of people fail to realize is that you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. In other words, you can be amazing at marketing, but if what you are selling is junk and garbage, the marketing will not all of a sudden make it not junk and garbage. So the first two questions, how many offers have you made and how much value did you bring to basically build trust? Those are all marketing. At least a third of the time you spend every single day should be devoted to getting your people results. At least a third. So asking yourself the question, what did I do today to get my people results? As a freelancer, that's fairly easy to answer, right? As a freelancer, you say, well, today what I did was I wrote this sales letter for this person and I did a really good job at it. In a business like the No Pants Project, it's a little bit different because everything's scaled. So if somebody buys a program, well... I mean, 
I could maybe tweak it every single day, but that, you know, that would probably confuse the people in the program. So there's other things you have to do. It could be like hiring team members. It could be training the coaches. It could be et cetera. Whatever the process is in a business like the No Pants, every day you have to check in on your business and say, what did I do today to help my people get results? Sometimes the answer to that question is, Today, I got better. Today, I improved my skill set. Today, I learned a new way to write a headline that when I get hired again by this client or a new client or etc., I'm going to get them even better results with my copy. Either way, At least a third of what you think about and do should be geared toward results. Because then, when you are talking about adding value to people every day, when you're talking about making offers, the whole quote-unquote marketing thing, it's just about sharing your success stories. It becomes easy to do. It becomes easy to get people to trust you. The best marketing strategy is building a better product. Now, some people take that too far and they spend all their time building a product and never selling it and then they wonder why nobody's buying. It's the whole idea of build it and they will come. That doesn't exist anymore, not in 2019. Look around at how distracted you are. Guess what? You are a consumer, right? People are literally clawing for your attention It's not very often that you stumble upon a product that hasn't been marketed in some way. Like think about how rare that is. That's why you do need to involve marketing. You do need to make offers. You do need to add value, get people to trust you, et cetera, et cetera. So the whole idea of like build an awesome product and they'll come, that's not real. What you should do though is make sure that you're not just putting lipstick on a pig. Because the worst thing that you, that you can do is to sell something and then people be disappointed by it. That's the worst thing you can do. Because what you've done is you've killed trust. Now they'll never trust you again. So, and, and trust is everything. Attention is valuable. Trust is everything. Attention is probably the most valuable commodity in today's over-sensationalized, very distracted, social media, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, world of just distractions everywhere. Attention is very, very expensive, but trust, trust is really sort of the, the engine behind all of business. Okay, so those are the three things. So we have how many offers are you making uh, every day? What value did you bring to all people today? And what did you do today to help your people get results? There's a fourth question. We have a little bit of time here. And this question uh, is for those of you, I know there's not a lot of you in our No Pants audience, but those of you who are looking to scale. So for those of you who are looking to either build an agency or build a seven-figure business, The question that you add on to these three, so it's a fourth question, is 
So let's say, how many offers did I make today? What value did I bring to all people today? What did I do today to get my people results? For those of you that want to scale, the question that you ask is, do I have to do it? If not, who can? Or a more simple way to ask that is, who could help me to do this too? So for example, what did I do today to get my people results? Let's look at the No Pants Project. In the No Pants Project, we have, in, in just one of our higher ticket programs, we have seven coaches. So in, in that business, for me, I can answer that question oftentimes that, you know, I, Mike Shreve, did do something to improve their results. But I can also, let's say that I need to take a day off for something or I need to, et cetera, et cetera. I can look and answer the question, what did we do today for my people to get results? Well, I have coaches that help to deliver this. For those of you who maybe don't like the idea of making offers every day, is there someone you could hire to help you make offers every single day? Well, yes, of course. There's lots of different people who are willing to do that. In looking at what value did I bring to all people today? Well, yeah, you know, of course, I have this podcast and I do my daily email, but guess what? I don't write on the blog, right? I mean, I used to, but I don't anymore. We have a whole team that blogs for the No Pants Project. We're going to have a whole team that's going to be doing the YouTube channel show that's coming out soon. So the as the business owner, understanding that, that you are not the business, that the business is a separate entity, it is not you and your identity, for those of you who are looking to scale, the fourth question is basically who can help you to do these things. And when you really start to sit down and think about it, you begin to realize that your role isn't necessarily to do these things, but to make sure that they get done. That's the role of a business owner. So that's another podcast episode for another time, but I thought I'd throw that one in there for you. For those of you who are interested in sort of taking this to the next level. And by the way, when you get people to help you, that's when your income can definitely improve. And that's when it really doubles um, many, many times over. Okay, so here's the part now. Remember I told you that I need to make an offer every single day. Here is the offer. For those of you who need help, to implement these three pieces into your business, please visit the nopantsproject.com. You will watch a short video that will show you how it's more of sort of the tactical pieces of how I am able to pull all three of these off every single day in my freelancing business without it taking hours. It takes between 15 to 30 minutes a day for my freelancing business. I built my freelancing business up to about $26,000 per month consistently. There were higher months and there were some lower months, but it was consistently about $26,000 a month. Answering these three simple questions and building a system that made it easy for me to do all three of those things every single day. So you'll watch that short video. Then you'll have an opportunity to book a call with my team in which you can strategize, talk about, consider, ponder, think about, um, plan. Just it's a it's a really low pressure conversation. Uh, 
And if it turns out you're a good fit for one of our many programs, right? We have more than one offer. We will make you an offer to join one of those programs if you're interested. And then you can become one of my people. And you can see what happens on the other side in that third question of uh, what I do every day or what we do every day to deliver results to our people. So there, that was a real legitimate offer. I'm Yes, please do go to the nopantsproject.com and do all of those things. But you can see it's not, it doesn't have to be aggressive. It doesn't have to be in your face. Um, could I increase my conversions by making it a little bit more aggressive and a little bit more in, my, in your face? Yeah, or tomorrow I could just make another podcast episode. Because whatever conversions I would get from this episode of me going a little bit harder... Again, if I just increase the what? The frequency and volume of offers, it all levels out. And frankly, I make more money by just doing another podcast episode, putting it out there, permanent asset, another offer at the end, probably likely for the same exact thing that I just made an offer for here. And then just that repetitive, high frequency, high volume offer creation. It's built a seven-figure business, and we're on our way to eight just with the No Pants Project. Helped me to build a $250,000 a year freelancing business, and uh, it's also the fuel behind my fiction business. I like to keep things simple. I like to, if it, if it can't fit on a post-it note, I don't do it. <laughs> and that's just because, one, that's how I like to live my life, but two, I found that anything more than that, and you start to get over-complicated and unnecessary. So that's it, my dear friends. Hopefully this has been a helpful episode for you. Again, this has been episode 40, three questions that will double your business. My name is Mike Shreve, and I will see you tomorrow.